Hey y'all, this is Confidently Free. And Miss Cornerstone. And you're listening to another episode of the Becoming, Becoming One, One Podcast. Podcast. So folks, this is what we do in the beginning. We want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much to the people we refer to as our faithful listeners. These are the people who've been tuning in for at least two episodes now. So whether you've been rocking with us since day one, 10, 20, whatever the case might be, just want to let you guys know that we truly do appreciate you and we are grateful for all that you do, all the support, the love. We appreciate it all. And we want to say hello to the first time listeners. You didn't have to take the time out of your day, out of your schedule to listen to this podcast at this very second, but you did. We appreciate you for it. If you didn't know, you can find us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Becoming One Podcast. That's Becoming the Numerical One Podcast. Or if you want to go old school and email us, you can do that too at Becoming O-N-E Podcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to come back into the 21st century and you want to go ahead and leave us a voice message, you can do that as well on Instagram and our DMs. Or if you're streaming this on Anchor, you can leave us a voice message there as well. And as always, no matter what platform you might be streaming on, please make sure you like, you rate, you subscribe, you share, and you leave us a five-star review. And we appreciate it so much. You know what I just thought of? Is voice message really new school? It is when or you're is it old school. It's new when you're talking about it on a social media platform, because obviously you can leave someone a voice message. If you call a phone, that's not new. Even a text isn't new. That's I mean, old. Email has been around for a minute, but they're still like widely used. Huh? Just think random thoughts. I just think even like now when you come back to like present date, like some people don't even text. They do talk to text. So they're still using their voice and not manually entering in anything. So some people do that. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. But anywho, now that we've taken care of that, Travis, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. This is my second week of vacation. I actually didn't really know what day it was when I woke up today. Mm. And I thought that it was the Monday or like midweek. I think I'll go back mid next week. Anyway, but I thought it was like the day that I was going back to work and I didn't know how long I had been on vacation for. And I think that's just because I don't really take vacations mm-hmm. unless we're like going somewhere. And <laughs> we haven't really gone much places since uh, kids started coming out. So Yeah, pretty much. And I didn't have really, I really didn't have vacation before we had kids. So. I don't really take vacations. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't taken vacations like that yet. So uh, it's felt it felt like a long time, but it's only been a week. How does that feel like losing track of the days? What does it feel like? Probably feels like everybody else has felt all of 2020. Um, oh, that's true. But for me, like I'm still doing stuff like I've been studying and whatnot, but it's just been like a. No, the days just look the same. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I'm I'm Gucci. I put the tent up for Atara today, and that looked good. She thanked her uncle. I had to convince her that she had an uncle. <laughs> but she thanked the uncle, and it was cool. The days have just been chill, really. And it, I really, I don't know if this is for everybody, but I really don't understand how tired I am until I have a chance to stop. Mm. So, uh, before. I have a chance to stop. I just go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. But now that I've been on vacation, now I've, like I've studied, then I'll have free time or I'll 
do some type of work and I'll have free time and those free times it's, it literally feels like my body just like goes into like sleep mode mm-hmm. or power off but I still have the same stuff at night I have so much going through my mind at night I'm still waking up at like 2 or 3 and I'll be up for an hour or 2 um, depending on what time I wake up and how diligent I am about forcing myself back to sleep so that's still happening but at the same time it's like I don't know. It's good. Mm-hmm. How you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I actually like the fact that you have been off. Because I was wondering. I was like, I didn't ask, but I was just thinking to myself. I'm like, I wonder what day he actually goes back to work. So I actually think it's kind of dope that you lost track of the days. Because to me, that says that your mind is not necessarily dwelling on the fact that obviously at some point you have to go back. But it's not like only got three days left only got two days left i feel like you're enjoying the moments that you have without being fixated on the fact that at some point it comes to an end that makes sense yeah well i'm more of a big picture type of guy so i have a big picture and then i know it but then i just focus on what's in front of me so Mm -hmm. right now what's in front of me is getting these designs done studying for the test and that's it. So that's what I got to focus on every day when I wake up. And I'll worry about the le- the rest when it comes. Yeah. So that's me. That, um, I w- I'm actually pretty happy about that. And then um, I got some ideas for some other things that we'll have coming out in early 2021. So overall, I'm doing well. But, you know, it is late December. We are coming to the end of 2020 which i'm sure there are so many mixed feelings mostly relief for most people i can imagine um 2020 has kind of yanked people around for the most part i mean with any and everything you can think of in terms of unpredictability it pretty much happened in 2020 for a lot of people and so usually when we come up on the new year Everybody is talking about what they want to see in the years to, year to come. And it's, I start talking about resolutions and whatnot. And um, so I did a little bit of looking to see what, you know, the big deal is about resolutions. Like, where did it even come from? Where did it originate? All the things. So um, I was looking at history.com at, at the explanation of the history of New Year's resolutions. And it says the ancient Babylonians are said to have been the first people to make New Year's resolutions. <laughs> we know what happened to them. Some 4,000 <laughs> years ago. They were also the first to hold recorded celebrations in honor of the new year. Though for them, the year began not in January, but in mid-March when the crops were planted. Um, and then it was like a massive, you know, religious festival, yada, 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 when the Babylonians crowned a new king or they reaffirmed their loyalty to the reigning king. So at that point, they made promises to the gods to pay their debts and return any objects they have borrowed. And these promises could be considered the forerunners of our New Year's resolutions. Um, If the Babylonians kept their word to their pagan gods, um, they would be bestowed favor on them for the year to come. If not, they would fall out of the gods favor. And that was a place that nobody wanted to be in. So I'm just I just thought that that was really interesting how. 4,000 years ago, that's when this whole notion of making a resolution came to be and how it's not even a connection to, you know, making this 
pledge to you know for us it would be god but it, it's just more so this is what i'm saying i want to do this is what i'm saying i i want to have happen in the upcoming year and so i looked up the the differentiation between what a resolution is and what a goal is because a lot of times when i'll hear people say they want to make a new year's resolution usually the one you hear about the most is oh i want to lose weight yeah exercise weight loss be healthier everything eat better yeah and so I was looking it up, um, and this was on wingstosoaronline.com. It says, uh, when talking about goals and resolutions, it says these two terms actually go hand in hand. That's why they're so often referenced together. Your resolutions are made up of goals. The resolution is the overarching theme or the implied direction you wish to take your life. The goals are the activities that fall within the theme or the specific steps to uh, for like you to take. that up. Um, that place. So it says uh, the goal is the target. The resolution is the trajectory, which is the direction you'd like to take your life in. Um, and I just thought that that was really interesting that they broke it down. And I also, I also liked it as well because it made it simplistic. Um, it didn't complicate it or make it all difficult to understand. So basically if you set specific goals and check in with them on a regular basis it'll help you keep them in the forefront of your mind making the resolutions more likely to become a reality right the resolutions just so i'm real clear the resolution is the big thing the goal are the checkpoints in between yes it's the small things that keep you going in the direction of the resolution and so i think a lot of times some people are making these resolutions what they're really doing is referring to a goal it's not an actual resolution so when people say that they want to lose weight well that's a target the trajectory or the resolution behind that would be to live a healthier lifestyle and a lot of times losing weight or eating healthy falls under that living a healthy lifestyle or maintaining a healthy lifestyle and so i'm just wanting to have that dialogue about how we can switch from um saying something is a resolution when in theory it's really a goal and how do we really define solid resolutions that we can stick to by making goals simple i don't think that it really matters how we switch the wording though because mm-hmm. for me that type of thing is like where your what your mind is capable of grasping because if you're if your mind is only capable of seeing the next year right and I use capable not as like a downplay, mm-hmm. but like that's your capacity. That's all that. That's where your mind is like, okay, that's enough. I just want to, I just want to see the next year, mm-hmm. right? So you just want to change the trajectory, trajectory, trajectory. Tra- tra- I, got, that's, I don't even know if I'm that, saying it right. That's that fat tonight. trajectory. So if you want to change the trajectory mm-hmm. of your life. And you're only able to look at the next year. The goal really is kind of your resolution. It just depends on how you like look at it. If you under, you get what I'm saying, I do. But I'm I'm thinking. So okay, here's here's an example I can think of. So if you say your New Year's resolution will be to live a healthy lifestyle, for someone the first goal they could check off that list would be okay. You know, in the new year, I'm going to take control of my diet. I'm going to cut this out. I'm going to cut that out. Like, let's say somebody wanted to transition into a plant-based diet. 
for some people that has to be a slow process they can't immediately just cut out everything because they're basically setting themselves up for failure right so if they look at that as a year's progress okay starting in january i'm gonna work my way towards vegetarian or vegan and they do that for the entire year and then the following year they decide okay now that my eating is solid and i've gotten disciplined in that area okay now let me take it a step further and work on exercising okay now that i've gotten an exercise routine and i've been consistent x amount of time okay now let me work on toning so you have all of these gears finally turning and working together because the overall arching theme is to live a healthy lifestyle i I get what you're saying but what i'm saying is that uh for a real resolution it's probably more than a year like to go from where for, oh, if we look okay, at I see what you're saying now. if we look at like physical or just your body right mm-hmm. what most of these people are telling you when they say oh we got this 30 day challenge mm-hmm. or 90 day challenge or whatever yeah you can have a great transformation in 90 days depending on how much you work at it right there was in here's the first one that came to my mind it's a 30 yeah I want to say it's a 30 day challenge and they say no gyms required right mm-hmm and it's a 30-day transformation challenge and you can win a thousand dollars if you if you have the most change and yada 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 mm-hmm. right gets people to buy in you pay your 50 dollars you get the meal plan you get all this stuff and you're thinking to yourself man no gym required man i can really do a, a huge transformation with no gym required mm-hmm. right and you could do all the exercises with no gym mm-hmm. but that's not going to get you the huge transformation that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You need the extra weights. You need the ability to do more. You need the access in order to get the like the huge transformation that you're probably looking for. The person that has no gym and the person that's going to the gym every day, the one that's at the gym, if they're if both people are utilizing it, everything that they have to the best of their ability, the one at the gym is going to be better off simply because they have more access. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, when we think about these goals or resolutions, it's a new year resolution, right? What you're really saying is for this year, this is my focus. That's what most people are saying. Mm-hmm. It's not really like a life trajectory thing. It's this year I'm focusing on this, which is really a goal, but people see it as a resolution. And that's therein lies the problem. <clears throat> right. So in order to have like a real resolution for your life, it can't be a New Year's resolution. Right, because it can't that be yearly. That limit yes, that limits it to okay, this year I'm gonna do this when the reality is anything you want to see change, any long term change you want to see is going to take more than a limited amount of time. Like when people it start also to puts a lot of pressure on you. To, yeah, to have to because it's a it's this big goal that yeah. you have and there's no way you can i mean you can lose weight so use that as an example you can lose weight but you don't know all of these different factors that are going to pop up right so yeah you might let's say you start losing weight or whatever but then what do you do when you plateau so then you start beating yourself up because oh i'm not losing weight anymore but i'm going to the gym right because you're not necessarily going through the whole healthy lifestyle also means i need to constantly be educating myself on how my body functions the different ways i can manipulate my muscles the different ways i need to be eating and that I'm not saying not to do go through all that stuff. Right. Because you need to. You're just saying not to limit it to, I have to accomplish all of this in one year. Right. Well, this is what my overall philosophy is, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the goals don't matter. The, the, really, the only thing that matters is the person that you want to become. Mm-hmm. 
So the person that you see yourself being five, 10 years down the road, right? That person can be your hero and you write out all their attributes. What is this person's life like? What do they do when they wake up in the morning? How do, what is their exercise like? What, are, what relationships are they in? Uh, how do they think? How do they feel? What, type, what does their body look like? What does their house look like? What does their living space look like? What does their mindset look like? What time do they wake up in the morning, right? So that's what really matters is who you're becoming. So you go through and you have this, uh, for lack of better words, this list yeah. of who this person is, right? And then you just start working on each of those attributes one at a time. And really, that's it. You might have a goal. I'll break it down like this. A lot of women have a goal to get to a certain weight. Mm -hmm. But then if you actually get into this space that's exercise and fitness, you'll realize that the weight isn't really it doesn't matter mm -hmm. what you weigh. What matters as far as just for the most part, mm -hmm. I'm not saying to go out and be 400 pounds and say it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But to you, and it, it all depends on the person. To you, you might say that you want to be 140 pounds mm -hmm. and you go down to 140 pounds. Then you look and you're like, man, I, I thought my butt would be bigger or look bigger than this right now. Or my legs, I thought they would look a little different than this right now. And then you might realize that, oh, man, I need to put on weight, mm -hmm. not take it off. And a good example of somebody who has become great at doing this is Anawa. Uh, how do you say her name? I know who you're talking about. I think her name was Anawa Aja or something like that. Yeah, but you might look better to yourself at 160 than you thought you would at 140. Mm -hmm. So the weight isn't really the goal. And for me, it's how do you feel in the body that you're in? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And what do you think about it? And I'm in. This isn't about body shaming. It's just what do you want your body to be? Like for me, I want bigger arms. Mm -hmm. I want bigger. I want my legs to be more muscular. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I need to work on my uh, my core strength. So that's not me saying, oh, this is horrible where I'm at. No, I feel like I'm good. But those are the areas if I were to improve for myself, that's what I would improve. But that's a long term because when I see me in the future, right, when I see me as my hero, he got the strong legs, he got strong back, he has a good core, mm -hmm. bigger arms. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm working on. But the goal isn't a certain weight or yada, yada, yada. It's, this, it's just this thing that I've formed for the future. And what that makes me think of is, and you kind of alluded to it when you were saying like, Oh, somebody might want to be 140 and then they get to 140 and they look like, oh, you know, I thought my butt would look different. I think that attitude is different um, because that speaks to I have the ability. I am capable of taking charge and deciding what I want and being able to do that. I have the ability to adjust my body as I see fit, right. as opposed to someone who is so fixated on the goal of perfection which can happen when you give yourself a time constraint of a resolution of this particular magnitude that nothing ever satisfies them mm -hmm. they get to this point of oh well i have to fix this and i have to do that and yada 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 and that's not what it's about it's who you become on the way to the goals right 
what kind of person are you developed into on the way to the goals? Because if all you're fixated on is the goal itself, you'll get to it and you can go through the motions, but you either won't be able to maintain it or you won't even be satisfied once you get there. Right. And one, one of the things that I did when I used to train people is uh, like they would come, hey, I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to lose yada, yada. If you're training with me, you're not allowed to look at a scale. Mm-hmm. Like you got to put the scale up at least for the first six months. And you're exercising as if you you want to lose that 10 pounds this week. Mm-hmm. But you're not allowed to look at the scale. That reminds me of right after I had um, Atara and then we moved here and I started exercising. We didn't have any batteries in the scale. And then I finally stepped on one and saw how much weight I lost. <laughs> yeah. I said, good God. Because it's really... We put so much emphasis on these insignificant like things. Mm-hmm. And I know it's attached to something deep within ourselves. Like, oh, man, I need to lose such and such amount of weight. And some of it's health or whatever. Some of it's what you felt like in the past at this. Some of it's what you think you'll look like or whatever it is. But the that's not really what it's about. Like, your life is more than these goals it's good to have the goals and not if if that's where you're at to keep doing it you know keep keep having those goals if you have to start off at i want to lose 10 pounds well lose 10 pounds and see how you feel but while you're losing the, the 10 pounds pay attention to how you develop and your mindset and your attitude all these different things that change as the weight changes too right and all I all I want to say for that is just assess yourself after you do it. Mm-hmm. If you feel great, cool. You know what I mean. You know what's next after you lose that ten pounds. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, your body's something that we just have to work on almost just about forever, mm-hmm. as long as you're alive. So, what would be next? What is what is your kind of goal or thought? mindset after that 10 pounds and really the same thing can be done for literally every part of our life because we think about weight is the easy one or the physical fitness is the easy one to pick at Mm -hmm. because that's what we are used to doing yeah but what about your attitude Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like people put it what is it the the signs you know all oh, the horoscopes. Well, yeah, I'm the just horoscopes. A, I'm just a Scorpio. That's just it, the way I am. And well, even that's the one that I pick at, just because it's easy to pick at. You know what I'm saying? But we there's people do it in the church and yada yada. Like oh, or I'm, some seasoned folks. Well, you know, I'm just old. Yeah, I'm just that's old. just old. I, I am. People do it, but in reality, it's like okay, do do you have a bad attitude? And if you do, do you realize that you could change that? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, is the person that you see in the future are they patient or impatient? And if they are patient and you're impatient, then what are you going to do to get two patients? Mm-hmm. Because it's literally your entire life. You can mold it as if I want to say you see fit, but I feel like that cuts God out the picture. Mm-hmm. Right. But how the way I want you to realize when I say you, I'm speaking to everybody listening. I want you to realize is that the way that I live my life is I'm under the belief that I'm living my life with God. Mm-hmm. So as I'm making my decisions, I'm also making them with God. And when I say God, I mean Jesus. Well, that in, that brings me back to what, what um, Pastor Brooks of Stones Church in Kalamazoo, he always says um, as, as a mantra, I am the primary instrument of change in my life. Yeah. So what 
when we when we look at our lives, we we can realize and we can see that there's literally nothing that we can't change. Mm-hmm. If it's how we think, how we perceive the world, how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about others, how the amount of money we have in our bank, if we have a a, a job or a business, if you're a low level job, if you have a low level or entry level job position, mm-hmm. and you want a high position, high level position. You could do that if you want a if you want to go from job to business, you can do that. If you want to go from business to job, you can do that. Right. If you have an apartment now and you want a bigger house, you can do that. If you have a bad attitude as far as like disrespecting people and you want a good attitude, you can do that. Like there's all these attributes of our life. We can change mm-hmm. if we want to. It might take longer than a year. It probably will take longer than a year, but you just got to be patient with yourself. Yes. I think being patient with yourself is probably one of the most important things to consider when you start talking about goals and resolutions and change and development, because I think we are the generation that people refer to as like um, the microwave generation or like the microwave society. We want everything quick. And I think we're coming out of this idea that everything has to be like you have to immediately get results. And we're starting to see more often that sometimes if we just slow down a little bit and we actually put in the work that we can reap or yield the desirable results that we wish to see. Yeah, for me, um, when I'm looking at resolutions and such, I have five year, 10 year, 15 and 20. So it's basically by the fives. Mm hmm. As far as my resolutions and my plans. Mm-hmm. And then the yearly is just my check-in. Basically, the go- all my goals that I wanted to accomplish within that year towards the resolution of my life. Mm-hmm. Right? So, uh, for yearly, I could say, did I meet my financial goals? Yeah. Did I? Did we do what we're supposed to do with the podcast? You know, where it's kind of a reassessment for me to say... Am I going toward the vision that I set? And if I'm not, then I will realign it right mm-hmm. to where it should be. And it's just a time that I can reset and assess. Mm-hmm. So and- my yearly, my New Year's resolution is more of a yearly assessment. Mm-hmm. Kind of like what you what happens at jobs where you have to sit down Check with in. your bot with your boss and hey, your yearly I, review. Yeah, how did I do this year? You did suck. I? Did I work hard for you, boss? You know what I mean? Or even with your business, if you're with your employees, did you work hard for me? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Whatever you at. It's like that yearly review. Yeah. That's an interesting way to put it. With myself, rather. So when we start talking about goals, and again, I want to reiterate. So a goal is like the object of a person's ambition or effort. It's the aim or desired result. Resolution is like a firm decision to do or to not do something. So when we're talking about goals... There are kind of two different categories you can put goals in. So there's time bound, um, which is short term, long term and lifetime. And then there's life based goals, which are health and fitness, career goals, financial, business, personal and family. And for me over the years, whether I've been working with um, families or with like uh, adolescents, anytime we worked on goals, we always did the SMART goals. And uh, S-M-A-R-T, it's an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, or End-In-Time-Bound. 
And I think when you break goals down into a SMART goal, it really helps you see how you are responsible for and the steps you can take in order to bring that goal into fruition. And I like the notion that there are the categories of short-term, long-term, and lifetime, because when you think about resolution, you can kind of use that as the blanket for, in my lifetime, this is the direction I want to go in. And right. then you can break it down in terms of goals, like these, these are the steps um, or the results that I would like to see to bring me, um, th- to continue me along the path of this resolution, short-term, long-term, and then lifetime. So when people say New Year's resolution, I think if you're going to continue to use that term and think of it in that in that manner, it will probably be better for you to think of it as a New Year's goal and let that be something that's short term because a year is really not that long. It's not. And then when you're talking long term, you could kind of tie that into what you were saying, your five, 10, 15 and 20. And then lifetime is just over the course of my lifetime. What do what do I want to see? Like for me, health and wellness is like a huge thing. I I, I think we were on the phone with Reggie earlier, and he said something about sixty being the time where you start g- going gray or something like that. I'm like I'm not, and I thought he was talking about hair at first, but I think he was just talking about like overall like demeanor or attitude or whatever but i don't plan on being all grumpy and old and gray when i hit 60 like to me like my mom is 60 and she i don't look at her and think she's like all old and whatever so my lifetime resolution in that sense i want to be thriving i want to be you know healthy i want to be vibrant i want to be all of these things i don't just want to be like oh well you know i'm 60 i'm here no i I still want to be hooking and jabbing and doing stuff you know yeah. And then so when you talk about life based goals, I think this kind of covers. I think the only thing I would probably add is spiritual because um, it talks about health and fitness, career, financial, business, personal and family. And for the most part, I think that kind of speaks to all of the things that we often hold to be uh, valuable or to be important to us. And then I obviously I would add spiritual, too, because that's important to me. Um, but I just think that. These areas, when you're thinking of goals and resolutions, are the areas you probably can find the easiest to really pinpoint what it is you want to see and where, what direction you want to go in. Right. So, yeah, folks listening, just know the new year is coming up and uh, we encourage you to really think about the goals that you want for this new year. And when you start talking resolution, really think long-term. What do you want to see for yourself, for your family, your marriage, your finances? What type of life do you want to live? And understand that if you decide and you deem that there is a certain type of lifestyle and life you want to live, think about the goals that you want to set. What can you do to get you in the direction to go towards this overall arching theme or your resolution and don't put too much pressure on yourself start with short term do some long term do some lifetime goals and then make sure you're hitting all the different categories spiritual spiritual goals family goals personal business financial career and then health and fitness or health and wellness so that is my suggestion to all of those who are uh, listening to us, just make sure that as the new year comes in, that you, you know, keep your head up and uh, keep a smile on your face. 2021 is a new year. I know people always say new year, new me, but, you know, just let the new year just bring out something that's already in you. Just let it birth it out and yeah, become the 
highest version of yourself in 2021 or at least get started on it so once again y'all this is confidently free and miss cornerstone and you just listened to another episode of the becoming Becoming one One Podcast. podcast all right y'all be easy peace